morning, Lonnie Hammer. Hey, how are you? This is Alex. Hey, how are you? Good, good. So, Lonnie, I'm just calling you because I have a couple of questions about the property, obviously. Okay. So I'm just going to ask you a couple of questions. Is that okay? Yeah, far away. Okay. Um, so I noticed your, your title is property and relocation specialist. Um, what That's makes correct. you uh, a specialist? Well, I have had firsthand knowledge of the relocation process myself. Um, I moved to Bocas from the United States and uh, completely relocated. My wife and I are now full-time residents of Panama. We have uh, full residencies um, for Panama, and that allows us to come and go as we please, basically do anything necessary as far as services or anything here in Panama. We have gone through the purchase process ourselves. We've got several properties that we own here in Panama. And also, um, we are into the construction process as far as developing a little small island that we purchased. So I'm familiar with all the legislation and the requirements to get uh, environmental impact studies done for anything as far as construction over the sea, whether it be a physical house like we're building, docks, and uh, also the permitting process as far as construction permits, approvals from a NADI, which is going to be like um, your local coastal council that you would have to get permitting and permission to build there in the United States. So anything that you would do as far as relocation to Panama, we've already personally done that and also work with clients to walk them through that process as well. Okay, that's great. It sounds like you have uh, quite a bit of experience. Um, yeah. And how it long have you been living? a situation where we jumped off, uh, you know, waist deep in things here <laughs> you know most people don't get involved with quite so much um you know that quickly but you know i had done research in panama and made a couple of trips down here um, prior to us selling everything in the states and moving down so i was a little more prepared and knowledgeable about the processes Right, right. And I'm, yeah, that's specifically, I'm looking for someone obviously with a, a background and knowledge and who's done this before. So that's, uh, that's, that's reassuring. Um, and you, how long have you lived in Bocas for? Um, we moved down here not quite three years ago full time. Like I say, we sold our home in Charlotte, North Carolina. We lived on uh, Lake Norman there. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Um, and then I finished up a work contract and we were living in Atlanta, Georgia. And we shipped down all the stuff that we didn't sell um, in a 40-foot container, including a golf cart, household goods, and brought down a small Boston whaler. Um, so that part of it we've done firsthand as well. So. Right, and have you been working for United Countries specifically for the, the time that you've been assisting people with um, buying property? Yeah, actually what I went through is a training program with United Country before relocating down here. 
and our intent was to move down here. I partnered up with a uh, a lady that had the United Country franchise here in Bocas for about three years, and she is planning to retire after the first of the year. So our intent was to move down, work with her for a few years to really get familiar with the ins and outs of you know assisting people with buying real estate. And then we are scheduled to take over the franchise and the office here because she'll be retiring after the first of the year. Amazing. Um, and uh, why don't you use a United Country email address? Like I noticed your email is just gringo at um, Gmail. Why don't you use the United Country email specifically? Um, the corporate office, they utilize United Country emails, but each office is independently owned and it's a franchise so i use my personal gmail as well as my office partner and michelle okay um so we're not tied into uh email system with the corporate office which is actually in kansas city okay okay um and uh who's who's the owner of the property um I believe that is an American that owns that property as well as several others in the uh, archipelago. Okay. And do you know why he's selling the property? Has it changed hands like uh, numerous times or? No, he purchased it a few years ago as an investment. And what you're seeing is, you know, people came here 10, 15, 20 years ago and anything outside of what I consider bogus proper, you know, right here on the main island, it was all speculation because there was nothing out on the outer islands. Right. So these people came in and bought properties for a song and a dance, and they've sat on them for a year, and they've seen development slowly working their way farther and farther out to um, some of these outer islands. Um, and is there any loans or like, is there any liens against the property or anything like that that I should know about? No, actually that's one of the things here and it, that happens through the purchase process. When a client makes an offer on the property, what we do is we do a formal letter of intent that's saying that who you are, where you live, where you're a citizen of is buying this property at that amount on these terms and it's then sent to the seller they either agree uh, to that offer or counter offer once both parties agree to the terms that letter is sent to a Panamanian lawyer that is required to oversee the transaction now part of his legal or her legal services or to complete a due diligence on the property. That's where they're going to do a process similar to a title search back in the United States. Right. They're going to look at the chain of custody and ownership on a rights of possession property all the way back to the original Panamanian that was issued the Escatura, a right to occupy from the Panamanian government, or research that title property back to the um, National Registry that's in Panama City. Okay, great. Um, once that process is completed and it's verified that it's a clean ROP, meaning there's no you know, outstanding claims against it or encumbrances, 
um, the attorney would authorize you moving forward with that purchase, and the same would be with a title. You would see that if there was a lien against it, um, that would be documented with the National Registry as far as title properties. Okay, excellent. Um, and we're looking uh, specifically at the acreage property. It's still available? Now, I know that initially you had contacted me with the small um, properties out on uh, Aguacate, the beachfront properties. Is that the same one that you're, you're asking about? Yeah, the KO de Agua, if I'm saying that correctly. Yeah. The, yes. Yeah. Um, those properties are still available, and he has multiple lots out there and would put together a package deal for multiple lots as well. Right. Um, we, I had seen that there was one specific uh, portion of the property that was an acreage, though. That's um, what we were kind of looking at. I know that it's subdivided into small, smaller plots, but there was a larger one. Um, yeah, and I'd have to look at the listing because the larger property may be all of the smaller lots okay. combined. Okay. Um, but sometimes I do that. I have several clients. I've got one guy that has 200 acres. Right. And he's got several that he's segregated off that he's listing as independent listings, or you can buy the whole lock, stock, and barrel. So right. I want to make sure that that's the case. But that's my suspicion. Okay. Um, and do you know what's uh, exactly is included in this property? Is it just the land? Is there anything it's on the land? Out there, there is going to be no real development. Right. There's a indigenous village out there, but there is no infrastructure, no buildings. Essentially, you're buying beachfront land. Right, right. That's how I assumed. Um, how long has uh, this land been on the market for? Hang on just a moment. I can pull up our listing, and it's identified um, by the year that was listed. Hang on just a moment. Now, Alex, what part of the states do you live in? I actually live in Canada. Oh, okay. I'm from Toronto. just a moment. I didn't have our office website pulled up. I came in and started responding to emails right away. Oh, you're That property was listed for sale in 2017. Okay. Okay, thank you. Um, and uh, I know that this property is near Zapatilla. Um, is, is it a conservation area? Like, are, are, is there any restrictions? No, it's close to the Zapatillas. The Zapatillas are going to be in view. Yeah. Zapatillas are a marine sanctuary park. There's two islands. They're within kayaking distance apart, 
and that is blocked from any type of um, development and you can visit that beach by way of boat but you are not allowed to camp or spend the night on it and they regulate that pretty pretty closely right but specifically talking about the property there's there's no restrictions like there's no conservation restriction the only restrictions that you would have would be the same restrictions anywhere in panama as far as the setback of development um here in panama it's 10 meters from the high tide line that is going to create a buffer to grant uh access to everyone Panamanian law requires that everybody have access to the sea. So unlike some of the states in the United States, and I'm not sure how it is in Canada, the government regulates any type of development so you can have access to the sea. Now, Costa Rica and parts of Costa Rica is 50 meters that you have to go back from high tide. Okay. Awesome. Um... And can you tell me about the locals on the island? Are they friendly? Are they like, a, is there, there's several people living on the island? Well, the village, I'm not sure how large and how many people they have. Um, on these outer islands way out like this, um, they usually don't see uh, a whole lot of development, you know, mechanization of anything as right. far as equipment and general construction. You know, it's very primitive. Um, right. It's almost like going back in time, fifty years. Right. So, okay. Um, and uh, I guess my final question for you is: How did uh, uh, the owner or yourself come to the asking price uh, for this property? Um, I don't really know his specific price, but usually when you have the closer end properties, it's going to be based on a per square meter basis. Um, just to give you an idea, closer island end is going to be uh, Isla Popa. Beachfront property there is about 50 to $60 per square meter. Okay. And if you're getting into Bocas or Isla Cologne, beachfront here has blossomed to, if you can find a sand beachfront property, you're going to pay as much as $65 a square meter. But you're an hour away out at Cayo de Agua. Um, so, again, things are going to be a whole lot cheaper, um, and it's going to allow you to do what people did here 20 years ago in the closer-end properties, right. buy it at a much lower price and see it appreciate as it develops and kind of moves out to these islands. Because right. we're running out of beach, sandy beachfront property right. here in the closer islands. Yeah, and uh, no, I, even though it's far, I, I can definitely appreciate its beauty. Um, it looks beautiful. I've been oh, to yeah. Bocas, but I um, just can imagine yeah, um, the beachfront. So, yeah. Um, okay, so me and my partner are headed to Bocas um, sometime next week. We're going to s- start in Costa Rica, and then we're going to make our way to Bocas. But we have an appointment on the 24th to view the property with you. Um, in terms of meeting you, do you want us to meet you anywhere specific or any time yeah, specific? What uh, I have is an office here in Bocas Town. I'm probably a 10-minute walk from the airport, 15 minutes where the water taxis, if you're coming from Costa Rica, you're probably going to take the shuttle to Almirante. Yeah. 
Okay, well, and then you're going to catch a big water taxi, kind of like a, a cattle truck. <laughs> I mean, those water taxis bring 20 people from the mainland at a time, and they're going to ride down on First Street. Yeah, yeah, I've, done, I've done it before. A 15-minute walk from there. Yeah. So we could meet at my office. I have a dock behind my office where I tie up my boat because I travel 30 minutes into focus every day. Okay. Um, and the boat captain that we'll utilize will pick us up behind the office and then we'll leave out from here. And like I say, it's going to be depending on the seas. Right now we're seeing pretty calm seas, which is you know, seasonal for this time of year for us. Yeah. Um, but still, we're talking about an hour commute out there. Yeah. And then any time that we would spend at the property and then, you know, another hour back. So I would definitely say, you know, make sure that you have some rain gear. Make sure that we have a couple of bottles of water. Yeah. Um, there are a couple of places that you can stop for supplies between Bocas and there, but they're going to be very limited as far as what they have. Okay. And this is the United Country office? If, is that am That's I, correct. We're going to be on Avenue Norte. Yeah. Okay. Between the blocks of 7th and 8th Cali. Okay. Perfect. Uh, I look it up and I see the address here. Um, yeah. Okay. So can we, is it okay if we meet at like 12 noon on the, the 24th at the office? Well, I tell you, we're going to want to leave as early as possible because earlier is going to give us commerces okay and also boat captains here do not have any kind of electronic navigation it's all line of sight and you know if we're going to have a situation where we're going to have storms we're going to see that later in the afternoon okay so what time is preferable for you um i usually arrive here at the office no later than nine so I would say that we plan on maybe departing my office by 10 okay that works for us okay well thank you for answering all my questions and I look forward to meeting you in person and And, um, any questions that you have either you can email me this is my Skype number so as long as I have internet connection you can call this number, or if you look on my um, email signature line, it has a WhatsApp number. That's my Panamanian cell phone. Um, I can be reached on that all the time here, and I have it set up that um, my Skype number, if I don't pick up, forwards to that uh, WhatsApp number. Okay, thank you so much, Lonnie, and uh, enjoy your day. Thank you. Look forward to meeting you. All right, Alex. Have a good one, and uh, look forward to meeting you as well. All right. Cheers. Have a good one.